welcome to No Highway Option, a podcast about cinema. Because whenever you watch a movie, there are many questions that you ask, like, who wrote this? Who directed it? Is it quality cinema? But the world's most important question is, is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 masterpiece, The Pacifier? Usually, it is not. Well, that's what we're here to answer on this podcast. I'm Connor. And I'm Luke. I'm going to be talking at the same time Connor's talking. Well, yeah, I can layer them. It's not an issue. Uh, We're trying this out because we're both fans of the 2005 film, The Pacifier. I don't know why I keep specifying the year. It did come out uh, one year before Yu-Gi-Oh! ended. Uh, That's something I learned last night. Wow. Listen to those two people. They haven't been through the worst of the pandemic yet. No, they haven't. That was the intro from our first ever episode of this show. That's true. Those people still were thinking about Tiger King. uh, One of them was trying to avoid Tiger King at all costs. Ah. Just didn't appeal to him. Was Was that a tiger? Yes. One of the hosts began as a tiger and then reverse anamorphed into me. Uh, I remember that. There's a lot of yeah. growling and whatnot. Yeah, it happened around the uh, it happened around the Dahu Fa episode mm. when I became a person. Uh, anyway, Fa, this notorious is... for changing tigers to men. Yeah, they can't show it in zoos anymore. Uh, anyway, this is our kind of best of episode uh we've compiled some clips that we really enjoy it was definitely a last second thing so this is absolutely not like the best of the best of the best of the best we still have a lot of fun stuff in our library but these Um, are good moments that we think are very good yeah these are great give yourself some credit you orange palooka yeah no I'm, i'm 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 just saying these are great fun moments Maybe this will be called, like, a great fun gathering of, instead of a best of. I think a best of is more of, like, a title. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, so, if you haven't listened to our show before, we explained in our first ever episode one intro what the deal is, and part of what we do here is, after a certain set of criteria, we play a game called the Coming Attractions Game, which... Which it's I'm a very fun game. great at. We designed it yeah. so that I could win every time. And this game was exclusively made by Luke for Luke to win. Yeah. I mostly just sit in silence and then after a few hints go, y'all are speaking gibberish. Yeah, it's just like that. It's, it's like that every That's time. That's exactly what happens. You should, uh, you should listen to the episodes and see uh, if it's like that. But early in our run, we did have a guest, a uh, friend of the show, Teresa... In our Gremlins episode, which I think was the seventh episode we recorded, she decided to mess with the Coming Attractions game in a very interesting way. And that's the clip we're playing for you now. Still one of my favorites. I have... I'm torn between two, but I think I'll give you three. I have three movies that you guys can tentatively pick. But I'm only going to give you some of the bonus feature segment titles so from those segment titles you can pick your poison okay Okay. so uh each one has three um they're all from the decade of the 2000s oh wait 
Um, no, I was looking for a writing oh. instrument. <laughs> I thought you were signaling that your sound went out, but okay. Yeah, nope. but no, there's, so I have three movies, um, all from my personal collection. They're all from the decade of the 2000s. Um, yeah, so, and some, I will provide context as needed. Some of them are pretty self-explanatory. So, gentlemen, are you ready? Okay. Sure. Your first option, the three bonus features. The titles are The Sweet Arts, Creating the Cakes. Side note, these cakes appear for, from what I remember, probably like three minutes of the movie runtime. They are barely in here, but they really wanted you to care about these cakes. So Sweet Arts, The Clever Clapper, which is the lead actress talking about how sometimes their DP would glue things to the clapboard for takes, and she thought that was funny. And then the third one is called Ready, Set, Soak, Shoot, which is them talking about how they had to shoot a scene in one take because water was involved. So that is your first option. That's option number one. Okay. 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 Option number two. Uh, these are pretty self-explanatory. And they, and not only, they were so confident in these bonus features. These are on the box. That shows how much they wanted you to care about these riveting topics <laughs> so this one is filming in winnipeg canada the folk art of scrapbooking and my personal favorite pudding's delicious roll there is a whole bo bonus feature about pudding yep <laughs> so that okay. is option number okay. two option number three a tour you can't refuse which is these are the sets. Isn't that neat? Uh, get Your Groove On, which is the characters from the movie teaching you different dances. And uh, Gigi the Whale. No context needed. So those, oh, wow. those, are, your, can't get... those are your three options. Which ones sound is enticing? Is movie number one the Reese Witherspoon New in Town movie that you talk about often? It is not. Is that is that at least one of the three? I'm not gonna say. So it is. Yeah, God, it ruins the game. Yeah, no, I don't. I can't. I'm torn between Winnipeg and the whale one. Where are you at, Connor? I'm thinking the whale one. Ooh, is the whale one Evan Almighty? It is not. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I think the whale the one. Whale one. All right, let's do it. Let's do All the whale right. one. Uh, did you guys want to know or? Do you guys want to know the titles of the other ones to consider for a future podcast, or would you like to be in the dark and let the viewers figure it out? Um, <laughs> uh, in the dark, but give us hints about the movie three that okay, we chose. Okay, uh, hints. Um, That's just like a precursor I, honestly, to the game. Honestly, I, I added this one because I didn't or I thought the other two would be harder for you guys to find. So this one might be a little more mainstream, let's say. And I believe mm -hmm. it's a, all three of these movies are genres that I don't think you have covered yet. Okay. Um, okay. I'll give you, it came out, I believe <laughs> it came out in the year 2004, 2005. I'm just going to do um, some of the cast members. Martin Scorsese. Oh, Angelina fuck. Jolie. Oh Jack no! Black. All I had to say was Marty. Oh God, it, it is two thousand. Gentlemen. Oh God, wait, Luke, do you know it? 
I have no idea. Oh, I'll give you What's some more. What's the movie that involves... Also... It was big on the soundtrack. Renee Zellwanger. Jack Black, Martin Scorsese, Angelina Jolie. Robert De Niro. I don't want to... Robert De Niro, I don't want to say the uh, main neither star do I. because he's kind of a meme for this movie. I'm trying to think... Because he looks kind of scary. The soundtrack. Oh, I think I can talk about the soundtrack. The soundtrack features... Christina Aguilera singing a remake of an old song with I I is think it's one of the Miss holiday Elliot. movies. Yeah. No, it's um <laughs> oh god. I want to it is a genre we haven't mm-hmm. well kind of but not to this degree. It's a medium not a genre. Oh, sorry. My apologies. Okay. No, I know. I know. I knew you'd get me for that. You can just tell me. Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Space Jam, am I right? It's the truest to form Looney Tunes media out there. Uh, That's that's demonstrably false. Oh, what are you going to argue with me about it? I mean, if you want to hear a Space Jam argument, you can listen to our episode with Matt Anderson for My Drinker Podcast, or just wait until next week when we talk about the sequel and probably both yell about it. The but... squeakle, if you will. No, they're not in that. It's a, That's the 20th Century Fox thing. They're not part of the Soiva voice. The 20th Century Fox Mambo? I was singing uh, Let Me Be Your Star today. Just popped in my head. Good uh, song. Supposedly Bombshell's still coming. Yeah. Anyway, um, we do get in arguments a lot. I'm sorry you tried to set up that segue and it got derailed a little bit. Yeah, it, it turned into, that's a, that's something we do here. We get a little looser. There are a lot of tangents in the show. Uh, we get in constant arguments. <laughs> Two of our most constant uh, that pop up a lot. One is, is the music in Repo, the genetic opera, considered music? By the dictionary definition, or by law, if you will. Which, it's not. Nor should it ever be. But, that comes up a lot. There's one that hasn't come up as much, but when it pops in, it sticks in your craw. And it's a lot of fun. Right there. Do you you hate that Right in your craw. (laughs) Get that right in your craw there. Uh, Three specific episodes it popped up in were it began in baby driver and then evolved in the uh, baby driver with guest jason mountain and it evolved in our episodes for mrs doubtfire with amber amber levine amber levine thank you and in our the room episode with don from even the score and it has to do with is Shrek dressed as Han Solo, or is, is Shrek wearing not a vest? As Shrek? Or is Shrek not wearing a vest at all because it it's there to support his titty? Well, you'll hear that in these three <laughs> clips. Uh, do we also notice the uh, little little High School Musical there? Hmm? What? Uh, where uh, we open and he's he's dancing in the car and he's playing a saw. I'm lost. What? That's a good joke. Somebody's gonna pick that up. Uh, in High School Musical, when it's the middle of that, uh, what's this? The 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 status quo song, um, and they do the like little bits. They're at the tables, and there's like 
the different people like the different stuff and I like to pop and lock and whatever. Uh, the the girl who plays the cello is at the skateboard table and she's like, it looks something like this. And then the other kid is like, what's that a saw? There's right. a lot of lead up for that. So, sure. so you're just talking about when he mimes playing a violin because the song has I a violin in it. I am absolutely just talking about the violin because of the song. I'm so glad we took a chunk of the podcast for this. I really am not being a good guest, am I? I just, I just come here and start shitting on both of you. Anybody else think he looked like uh, they dressed him like he was a, a young Han Solo? Oh yeah, no, it's absolutely a Han Solo that. costume. Hell yeah, I can or see that. Or Shrek depending on no where you're coming from shrek and han solo have a pretty similar look it's... stop luke why are you <laughs> shrek's doing vest does not go under his chest at oh, all. it's close it is, it's 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 like a tiny bra for him folks if you want to stop listening <laughs> you don't give them that option we do <laughs> Uh, Miranda and Daniel get a divorce, and Daniel moves—not uh, moves in, but visits his brother Frank, who's played by Harvey Fierstein. Love him. <laughs> and just every time he showed up, I was like, I just want him to talk. I just yeah, like just, his. Just all this old lady chain prostitute smokers. Yeah, he's dressed strange... like Han Solo the first time. <laughs> it's true. Or Shrek. Disclaimer, it can also Oh, we're be not Shrek. going over this again. Shrek's vest is too small. It's pretty close to Han Solo. It's this not. is the hill I will die on. Shrek's vest does not reach under his chest area. I feel like this is a debate I walked into that. It came up on an episode of, <laughs> well, now it'll be like five episodes ago. But um, <laughs> oh this must have been like my fourth or fifth time watching it. But my first time watching it solo. Oh. Which is a different experience. Now, you, of course, mean that you you were watching it alone, not that you were watching it dressed as Han Solo. No, I don't have a vest on, unfortunately. Or Shrek. Both. That's not a... We're not getting into this again, but Shrek is wearing a bralette, not a vest. That's pretty close. I'm sorry, what now? Shrek and Han Shrek Solo, it, they wear the same doesn't outfit. Go under, it doesn't go under his chest. That's a bad vest. It's, it's there to support his <laughs> pecs. Okay, so we're going to sidetrack here from the room conversation. I need to get into Shrek's outfit selections and how they relate to the Star Wars cinematic universe. He, he thinks like Han Solo's got like the white shirt, black vest, and then Shrek has cream colored shirt, brown little bralette thingy. <laughs> Luke, you're not wrong. Uh, I think he is. I don't know that I'd call it a bralette either. I don't know what to call it, but it's a tiny weird thing. But I do like the idea of calling Han Solo's wardrobe a bralette, as they are interchangeable. That doesn't make any sense, but anyway. But, you know, we argue a bunch, but we're on the same wavelength a lot because... Because we are friends. And... There's an example of that. I'm waiting for the next time you're jumping in. It went so bad the first time. Uh, <laughs> like the freaking Fred Armisen and Kristen Wiig characters who make up the songs on the spot. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Um, That's also a constant. It's Weekend Update references. Yeah. Um, but th- this this quick little clip from the Mrs. Doubtfire episode that uh, we heard as we were collecting the shrek argument clip is a good example of that 
it's fun, it's funny, and it has another mainstay of the show. Each of us trying to do an impression. But this time it happens all at once. It's all the things you're looking for, really. Then there's another nice little montage, of course, set to Dude Looks Like a Lady. Yeah. As it should be. Has this song been removed from the cultural canon completely? Because I don't think I've heard it in years. I don't know. I have not heard it in a while, but it was it was welcome. It lives in that same vein with uh, the Randy Newman one about short people. Care to elaborate on that? Short people got oh. no reason to live. Okay, you guys are weirdly in sync with that. <laughs> Perfect elaboration. Thank you very much. <laughs> so we've gone through some format shifts in the show. Uh, if you listen to some of our earlier stuff, it's all Connor hosted. And yep. if you listen to, if you go from for a while back, we were reviewing movies one way, and then we started changing it up. You have to go through the catalog to really see it. But at a certain point. We decided to break it up. We decided to split it up, and he would host one episode, and then I'd host one episode. Um, It'd be a good back and forth. Yeah, and there is some, there's some stop and go. There's some clear, we're getting there. We're trying some new shit out. Um, sometimes we like to turn stuff on our head. We like to try something new, something fun. And as we mentioned earlier, we have frequently had episodes with our friends over at i drink your podcast friends of the show and in the next clip you're gonna hear us going a little off script trying to try something new with our pal ben from idyp it's a new game yeah it's a game in honor of their show which we explain in the clip from happy gilmore we thought we'd do something a little different this time in honor of having you on and in honor of uh, your podcast, which we love, um, we thought uh, for this episode, we would take a couple of minutes here and each one of us is going to uh, take this movie and put Vin Diesel in this movie instead of one of the characters okay. to make it <laughs> to make it something different. This is similar to something I Drink Your Podcast does. If, you're, if you haven't listened to that, you definitely should. They call it the Battle of Twits. It's a creative competition. It's a lot of fun. Ben, you can go first. You're the guest. Okay, I I really enjoy seeing Vin Diesel's comedic side, and um, one character that I I've never seen Vin Diesel play that I'd like him to embrace is you know a more of a uh, I'd like him to play a female. So I, I would cast <laughs> Vin Diesel as the Mista Mista lady um, to portray that physical comedy that I think Vin Diesel's capable of having. That's fantastic. <laughs> Uh, Connor, you want to go next? I would have... I, d- I also like seeing Vin Diesel play himself, and I also like... Or not play himself, play a comedic role, and I also like seeing him play himself on his Instagrams and such, so I want him to take himself and put him in the Bob Barker role. Oh, so he's the celebrity. And also seeing Adam Sandler get in a fight with Vin Diesel, who, in his contract, <laughs> cannot lose, would be very entertaining. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm going to go a little more traditional Vin Diesel route. Um, he, sim- I guess this the contract also comes into play here. Um, 
I, Vin Diesel is famous strongman. Um, he this is this is something we see in a lot of his movies. Um, and I would take Vin Diesel and I would put him in the role of uh, something we have as the famous strongman in this movie, the alligator. Um, ah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't I wouldn't change the way that the alligator really interacts. Uh, so Vin Diesel would live in the pond in the golf course, and he would have eaten Chubb's hand, um, and Adam Sandler would wrestle him for the golf ball. But so uh, is it Vin Diesel dressed as an alligator, him as a CGI alligator, or is it just a wild Vin Diesel that bites just his a hand? Wild off? Vin Diesel. Oh, that Perfect. means we have to see Vin's decapitated head. Uh, no, because he can't <laughs> lose the fight. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> So that plot point's just gone. So Chubbs <laughs> lives. I think. Uh, I think instead of the decapitated head, uh, Vin Diesel is in the box, uh, just whole and alive. He just uh, jumps out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this show is about reviewing movies, seeing if they're better or worse than the past fire. Doing the dieselometer, which I'm now realizing we definitely should have gathered some clips of. But uh, it's supposed to post in less than an hour, so oops, that'll be saved for the next best of. We'll do a best of dieselometer separate episode. Ah, that's uh, a good idea. That's that's something we should do because the the criteria. If you're if you're not around, if you haven't listened to the stuff before, uh, it's it's something we do at the end every time, and we have we have the things that that make the pacifier the pacifier. And we try to apply them to the other movies, much like uh, you heard us talk about in one of the earlier other earlier clips. Yeah, but um, but there's like to... a chunk of that, so that could be a cool other thing. Yeah, but you know what's the thing we also do in a lot of episodes is Argue we uncover Shrek. what argue about Shrek. Yeah, and the existence of the anything past two thousand seven. Um, but we also. In some of our episodes, we've uncovered deep Hollywood secrets. Maybe. Uh, Whether they be looking up stuff on IMDb, seeing who could have been cast, or like in these clips from The Room with Don from Even the Score, and The Santa Claus with uh, Kelly Tresdell, we discover some filmmaking and some story secrets, which not all of us agree with. But do you agree with them? Let us know. I'm tapping my head with a pencil to do, like, the thinking motion. My head is a pencil. That's true. (laughs) Speaking of how he looks, does anyone else remember the SNL character of the unfrozen caveman lawyer? Oh, yes. That's him. Phil Hartman, classic. (laughs) Tommy Wiseau looks just like him whenever he wears a suit. Which is most of this. absolutely correct. Oh, yeah. Which is most of it, except when he's naked. Yeah. Which yeah, is a lot of it. Big old shot of his ass. We, we don't. No. No. That I was. I specifically wrote in a contract for me appearing on this podcast that we would not talk about Tommy Wiseau's ass. <laughs> I'm storming out of here. It's a breach. <laughs> it, it scared the editor's wife so much that he tried to convince Tommy to cut it out. And Tommy was like, no, it's my ass. <laughs> it's my movie, it's my ass. <laughs> it's how I become famous. You know, like all directors. 
E.T. They're editing it and they're like, ah, oh, Steven, why is there just a picture of you mooning the camera? He's like, it's my movie. It's my ass. <laughs> it brings Jaws 3D into a completely different perspective now. Just utilizing the technology to get a huge Spielberg ass in the middle of it. And that's the that's the secret to directing. You got to have at least one frame of your ass your in the ass. movie somewhere. I don't recall seeing James Cameron's ass in anything. Any where where was his? I feel like he shows his ass every time he announces a new date for Avatar Two. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, baby. It's here. It's it's in the next can. Christmas. We've got it. It's like a hidden Mickey in a Disney movie. Yeah. Avatar Five Cameron's Christmas Twenty Twenty Eight. Cameron's ass in the stars above Simba. <laughs> All the light doesn't touch is yours. <laughs> I think our next guest, our next guest has directed some short films and I think is trying to make an indie feature. So we should ask him. Where he's he's going to put his ass, his ass in, ass in it? it. So tell us, you're really working hard at this movie, but where are you going to put your ass in? <laughs> where are you going to put your ass, Brandon? <laughs> and the best part is this episode won't be out when we record with him. So, so I'll have no idea. Like, what are you oh, talking about? Just out of the blue. Just really throw it. Like, go really inside the actor's studio. Like, what's your favorite curse word? What sounds do you like? Where is your ass in your <laughs> in your short film? In this film. <laughs> I kind of just want to go on with where do you think the director put their ass in famous movies? Because <laughs> this Scott movie's been talked to death. having it. He is all of a sudden very, very uh, passionate about who what Santa really is, which is that this is more of the difference that that's not Scott Calvin. Santa Claus is a different person. It's the same guy. He's just going through a change. This is it taking over his mind. I don't don't think that it's taking over his mind. Scott Calvin wouldn't do this. No, he wouldn't. This is a parasite, and he still doesn't believe it yet. Well, I don't. We have we don't see the k- kinds of toys that Scott Calvin pitches. The only one that we see that he's sold he a bunch the doll. of is a regular mm-hmm. doll. Yeah, so like we don't know for sure. But that this Scott Calvin is it would be on board with this. This isn't him being anti tank. This is him being anti-ad with Santa Claus in a tank and the elves look wrong and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess like, he nitpicks. Yeah, well, now he's seen those things. And Scott Calvin is the one who's seen those but things. But he didn't think it was real. And now all of a sudden, he is defending it with his life. This is a parasite taking over his mind. I just, I just don't think it is. He knows everyone's <laughs> name later in the movie out of nowhere. I'm in uh I'm in Connor's corner here. Yeah. The parasite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. He is we see Scott throughout the whole movie. He's the only one that is defending Santa. Um Judge Reinhold and his ex-wife, they want Charlie to stop believing in Santa. They feel very passionately about it. Scott is very vocal about how he is a kid and he should still he should still be allowed. I don't know why we don't believe in Santa. What's wrong with that? He reads in the story. He answers the questions about Santa. And he doesn't believe that he went there. But I don't think it's that much of a stretch to say that he wouldn't. I don't know. Because we don't see enough. We don't see enough of him at work to be able to say that he wouldn't be against it. I think I'll give you the food thing. Um, 
But I don't know that that's a parasite. The food I think thing? that that's just a, a Santa yeah. side effect. The knowing everyone's <laughs> names, because there is the later scene where he's walking by and being like, Jenny, yep. nice, Billy, Yeah, but naughty. it's after he got the list. The list doesn't it's have pictures. He, after the list We see read. the list. The list does not have pictures. Sure. This but is a Santa parasite. magic. A, yeah. Oh, Parasites can be magic. I would venture to say that it is, in fact, a magic parasite. Oh, my God. It is. What's better than one guest? Two. Two guests? (laughs) I, I, I didn't know what to write for these two clips in our notes. They're just funny clips. They happen to be with, uh, podcasts in which... They also have two hosts, like us, and both the hosts came on. Uh, we've got a clip from our episode about Adora and the Lost City of Gold. A surprisingly underrated charmer of a movie, I still must say. Re-listening to the episode, it made me want to watch it again, to be honest. Uh, yeah, that happens frequently on here, too, as we, we catch some movies that we really think we're not some... going to be into. And this one, I, it, I have to say, it was a lot more fun. Actually, for for me personally, these two are both movies that I had low expectations going in and end up having a lot of fun. First, a quick clip from Door the Explorer with Katie and Brad from, well, I liked, I liked it. it. And then a clip from Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West with Steve and Izzy from Everything I Learned from Movies. So here's where I'd like to submit that there shouldn't have been any real human villains. It should have all been Swiper right from the get-go. Yeah. Even in the okay. museum, he could have been wearing like a, a mustache and a hat. He could have been like, and you know Dora would have fell for her because she's never seen any other people. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Or she'd, just be, or she'd just be like, that's a weird fox. I want to know more about that fox. That's right. Because she's friends with animals. She's like, oh, that's not normal. That's not abnormal to be friends with animals. Yeah. yeah. I think you could have figured yeah. out a way to lure her into that into that exhibit i think we've like left the door open and like put the sign up or something and figure out a way to get her down there yeah mm-hmm. explorers here she would have just walked right in yeah ex- explorers <laughs> apply here i'm yeah. an explorer let yeah. me go yeah that's yeah. me she has a fox silhouette while she walks through the door yeah, yeah. all right explorers. i'm on board with that for explorers that's my last name i can do that <laughs> She looks at the camera. Should I go to the creepy dungeon where I might be part of a child trafficking scheme? Let's go. <laughs> Who are these goons at the end? The random railroad workers that uh, start attacking uh, Will Smith yeah. with martial arts? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so apparently they were added uh, in after test screenings. Audiences were like, hey, why are they only fighting women? Like, <laughs> that's weird. Why are they only fighting four beautiful women and a cripple? This seems... Yeah, we, <laughs> we should change that. So, you know, Barry Sonnenfeld and his crazy glory was like, cool, I'll have gold sword arm man, I will have metal head man, oh, uh, I'll that... just have these strange metallic men. Yeah, that guy's basically, they're, they're like a couple Frankensteins or something, right? Like, they're... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked that the women were like the ultimate assassins. It felt very like octopusy to me. (laughs) Yeah. 
that that makes sense like it could be a little empowering but it's like also we're finishing this entire movie with we, just them beating the shit out of them we guys maybe not. are we sure this was a robot spider and not a robot octopus oh, oh. save it for the sequel steve <laughs> what what is an octopus but wet spider <laughs> i think that's more of a crab but okay that also works but crab crabs in between sound as good. <laughs> no no it does not i didn't think it could get worse <laughs> I, yeah uh i don't i just i wish we saw more of the weird metal men especially the last guy who is just a terminator frankenstein with the metal penis yeah yeah it's like the exposed skull and then everywhere will smith hits is metal guys we call the metal penis a dong (laughs) (laughs) got him well this has been a fun little diversion but uh that pretty much wraps it up i don't think we have any more clips i don't think we have anything we usually do besides like social media i I think there's one more thing connor um well, social media plugs, so you can follow uh, us anywhere at... Before we get to the social media plugs, I, isn't there another special, specific plug that we do every episode just for you and not for me? Thanking Ian? Thanking Ian if Ian was a chicken, maybe. That's what the C could stand for. The C could stand for chicken in this bonus episode. But uh, there's, a specific, there's a specific plug that's near and dear to our heart that... uh. Returning your that uh multi-time guest of the show, friend of Master of Disguise, Brad, has asked that we include here. It's he he did specifically request this one. And I'm not one to turn down a fan, especially a chicken fan. <laughs> You're saying this like you had power. <laughs> like I didn't tell you right before we started recording this. I uh, sent a long list. Uh, yeah, if you'd check out uh, from our Congo episode with Brad Robinson and Nick Cherry uh, of the D College podcast and Cinema is Dead, if that podcast ever records a new episode, uh, this is this is the uh, Yukon Gold plug from that, which goes a little off the rails. Um, there's mention of an entirely new show being created for it. It's a, it's a lot. But a good lot. And uh, while you're listening to this, if you're thinking, damn, I know how to help out there. Just listen to what they tell you to do. Yeah, this will be the one. This will be the one that finally pushes it <laughs> over the edge and someone's like, oh, that's what they're talking. I have that in a book. This will be the fork that finally breaks the egg, as they say. Who says that? That's it's an expression. I have never heard it's that. Commonly before. held. Anyway, here's the chicken clip. And then uh, Tuesdays is this show, so you've made it to Tuesday. And then yeah. Wednesday is going to be. I mean... Luke and I have a podcast that's going to be called Chicken <laughs> Chat, where we just it's like it's like finding the recipe. We're going to interview oh, everyone so that's in. ever been involved in the chicken industry. It's and a docu series. Yeah, it's it's like a true crime thing. Well, and the thing is, too, on that, we talk, you know, it's it's saying, well, I've always always wondered um, where the chicken comes from, but I never really knew where I came from. And before I found that out, I had to find myself.
I'm Nick Cherry, and this is Chicken Your Jack. mom. <laughs> now, I live in Massachusetts, so I want to be a part of this. All right. Well, it's a new series coming. Uh, Luke, sorry to spring this on you last minute, but I think it's coming it, be good. Coming Wednesdays. <laughs> Chicken Chat with uh, Luke, Brad, and Nick. So we're just going to take over this in t- just the entire week. We just yeah, need three more shows. <laughs> God, I don't think I can fit three more shows. I mean, they can be like 10 minute things. Oh, just like a five minute thing. Just checking in. Just being like, hey, guys, thanks for thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, and once we find today, I ate some bagels. Have a good day. (laughs) Once we find the chicken recipe, chicken chat will have served its purpose. Yeah, it's a limited run series. Yeah. Wait, Nick, people don't know about the chicken thing. Ah. Oh, they do because they're listening. Mm-hmm. But you know. Oh my god, is Luca Canoli brother now too? Yes. Oh, you're starting that shit too. <laughs> Everybody follow at the Canoli Brothers on Instagram. Thanks. I still don't understand what this bit is. Neither do we. <laughs> Nor do I. I've just arrived. You know as much as I do. <laughs> Canoli oh. Brothers Unite. One day I texted Brad and just said, Hey, you wanna be Canoli Brothers? And that's what happened. <laughs> Now there's a page for it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Luke, please tell us about the chicken. <laughs> Is it time? Does that mean it's that time, Connor? It, oh, it's I mean, always time. Yeah, you can do it before the social media plug. That's fine. All right, all right. Well, much like a mysterious diamond mine <laughs> that may or may not have belonged to King Solomon in Africa, uh, <laughs> I'm on the hunt for something. I I say I, but it's really, it's the royal I. It's mostly Connor, but he gets embarrassed. That's not it's how like a royal works. <laughs> it's us now, too. <laughs> and, and Nick and Brad as well. It, it's something that we're going to discuss on Trick and Chat. Um, <laughs> there used to be this, this restaurant in Amherst, Massachusetts called the Rafters Bar and Grill. Um, it, it's since closed, but definitely not from Connor's heart. Uh, and they <laughs> used to make a, a chicken wing sauce called... Yukon Gold. And I'm just really desperately trying to get in touch with the owners. Connor's birthday's coming up. Chicken <laughs> chat will help us get to the bottom of it. You got and, a solid month. <laughs> and uh we're just, just put me in touch. It would be a it would be a great use of our highway patrol tip line. I can pick it up. It's yeah. uh it's it's only an hour and forty one minutes away. I got distracted looking up how many chicken chat podcasts there were. There's a few, but like some of them are chick chat. Some are like the chickens chat. It's interesting. I don't think there's a flat chicken chat. We could also be scream, scream it from the rafters. Something. Oh, like that. <sighs> the chicken. That's scream it from the rafter, rafters. The chicken podcast. Anyway, Luke's you quest can... for gold. And that's it. That's uh, Those are the clips we've got for our little best of. We're probably going to be doing more best ofs in the future. We might do this, themed best of. Like yeah, this was fun. Um, yeah. It's cool to look back and see all the different stuff. Um, look at how much we've grown. Listen to how much less noise there is <laughs> in episodes. Uh, listen to how many less ums, hopefully, over time. It depends how yeah. looser but more structured we get. Like, yeah, I don't know, everything evolves. And if you've been on us with this journey through 60 plus hours of content, thank you so much for sticking with us. 
and hopefully this gave you some good memories. If you have some favorite moments that didn't make it into this best of, let us know. Let us know on our socials, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at NoHighwayPod. Also, give us a follow there, subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. If you're listening on Apple, give leave us a review, give us a rating, it'll help us grow, it'll help us get more guests. All it's that kind of sauce. stuff. Oh, not at- why'd you have to say applesauce? I don't- I'm not familiar with this bit. It's not a bit. I cannot eat applesauce. Why? The consistency is the same thing that a mother bird feeds her babies. It is yeah, the but con- they stay alive. Yeah, but it's gross. I guess, but like all food, when you chew it, it, it turns into applesauce consistency at some point. Yeah, but taking that out and just slurping it down, I, I, I cannot stand applesauce. I this try, is new. Uh, like, it's it's similar to Tyler, uh, friend of the show, Tyler's banana thing, where, like, he tries a banana every year or whatever. It's similar where, like, every few years I buy a little thing of applesauce, and I'm like, maybe it's okay now. And then I take two spoonfuls, and I'm like, oh, cool, I want to die. Wow. It's like... This is a very real it's thing. It's like a stock, inoffensive food. I, I can't do the texture. Anyway. Fascinating. Um, <laughs> uh, um, we, we got a new thing for you to follow. Uh, because we've been hyping up the Vinny Awards for a few months now. And we finally determined that they're going to be happening this Friday, July 23rd, 2021 at, I don't know, 9 p.m.? Sure, let's say 9 p.m. Let's say 9 p.m. and stay tuned to our socials for the official time. And we're going to be streaming them on twitch.tv slash nohighwayoption. Yeah, and now we've got this uh, this new format. Could be something we use, you know? Yeah, Maybe we, uh, we have been saying watch along with us for a very long time. Maybe We could do we'll... a real watch along. We yeah. could do a live episode. We could game... Yeah, we could uh, just, like, have a slideshow of pickles. That's true. Um, yeah, and then we're going to be we're gonna be twitching around on there. We could take after uh, uh, past guest Patrick Cotner's George Lucas talk show and just do an entire episode where it's just, well, we wouldn't do the same exact thing, of course, because we don't <laughs> We could do have... a shot-for-shot shot remake well, of no. their episode. We don't have a crawly, but um, they recently came back from a hiatus, but the entire episode was just, like, the Star Wars crawl going up, but it was talking about, like, how its pandemic has been. It's like, my name is Crawly. Nice. It was good. It, it lasted for, like, an hour, and I, la- I watched the whole thing. But I don't know, maybe we could do some fun experimental stuff like that. Not exactly that, though. <laughs> we can't stress this enough. Not exactly the same idea. We will not be stealing content. So that's twitch.tv slash no highway option. Uh, and uh, we already did the chicken plug. So no oh, need it's for in that. There. No need for that now. But you can give us a call at 301-941-7493. Or 301-941-SIZE. Did we miss your favorite best of? Did we... Do you have a movie to suggest for the random request roulette wheel? Which we will be spinning next on the live Vinnies. That Uh, means you have a countdown of... 
a few days. Uh, just a few short days to get that on that wheel, or we're going to be watching one of the three movies on there. Is it three or four? Four movies on there. I forget. But exactly it could be, if you call a bunch of times, it could be like 75 movies. You could make this absolute chaos. Yeah. And Which is all it, we want. Isn't that what you want? But that's 301-941-7493. Or 301-941-SIZE. If you remember words better than you remember numbers, it's the Highway Patrol tip line. I'm always a little bit nervous when I'm at work and reciting the work phone number that I'm going to say that. Uh, that would be just great. That No, that would be bad. Um, and so after the Vinnies on Friday, next week, we're still going to be mixing it up a little bit. We talked about the first one, so now we got to talk about its sequel. It's time for an episode about Space Jam, A New Legacy. I am interested. As of this recording, I have seen it. Um, it's, um, boy, it was two hours. It is boy. It is two hours long. <laughs> uh, do you know anything about certain cameos? Uh, yeah, I really don't know, uh, anything. I know. Okay, that... so you haven't seen who drops off Taz? No, I don't know. I okay. don't know who's in there. Um, All right. I, I, I assume I... that, like, because LeBron is in it, I assume, like, Bronny makes a cameo. Ew? His kid. Oh no. His kid's my son Dom. He loves my son Dom. He lo- he loves his son Dom. He says right. that a lot. He says All I right. love my son Dom. Um I'll anyway. be watching it. It'll be happening. Yeah, I'll be making more of those my son Dom jokes uh next week, next Tuesday. And then after that, uh our first regular episode back will be Showgirls. And That'll be with the special guest, and hopefully we'll be getting back to a regular schedule. It's been kind of a hectic time for us. It has been. Um, it's been a but, crazy summer. Yeah. But we're, yeah, we should be shuffling back into some more normal. We're sending emails, we're making moves, we're making deals. Howie Mandel is coming on. Do you get Howie? <laughs> Who knows? What email are you emailing Howie Mandel from? I have a separate just Howie Mandel email. <laughs> Howie, you doing? Yeah. All it's right. only for emailing Howie. Tune in for Space Jam 2. Tune in for the Vinnies uh, Friday at 9. And stay tuned to our socials for if you want to check it out. And thank you, of course, to Ian C. Weber for composing our theme song. And the we- duck cut, which you're probably hearing. Oh, no, I did the regular one for this episode. Well... But Duck can be the outro. Uh, The C can stand for chicken, or it can stand for champion. (laughs) Did you say Claire? No, I was going to say Clip Show. Uh, Oh, Clip Show works too. But it just came out as Claire. Claire, very soft. All things that start with C, all things that could be the C in Ian C. Weber. All right, that's it. Um, I've got 
a very limited amount of time to get this out before midnight. So <laughs> so I'll stop bothering Connor so he can edit. Bye. The theme music for No Highway Option was created by Ian C. Weber. To hear more of Ian's music and see some of his videos and stuff, follow the new link in our show description. No Highway Option was co-created and co-hosted by Connor J. Burke and Luke Smith and produced by Connor.